Bradshaw. I will be Bradshaw, and that will be the WWE Hall of Famer, Oklahoma's favorite son, Mr. Gerald Briscoe. And this is Best of the Best, where stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw bring you a series of watching professional wrestling's most iconic, greatest, most memorable moments. And sometimes the most iconic are not necessarily the most the best. However, in this case, we have an iconic match that made one guy and also one of the best matches that made both guys, Andre the Giant versus Stan Hansen, tennis court in 1981. John, I hate it when, when, when I hear that thing, and I know you do because you're one of them. When the big guys can't work, that's so much BS. A big guy can work as good as those 240-pounders, 235-pounders. And we're going to see, we're going to see how good Andre the Giant really was. And unlike the last match that, uh, that we gave you on this best of the best, and, you know, that was a great match. It was an iconic match, but this match here is an example of, of two guys that really get along, two guys that really respect each other work, and most of all, two guys that really trust each other in the ring. And when you have those three components all together, you're going to come out with one of the best matches you've ever seen. And John, tell us about this. Josh, would you tee it up and we will get it rolling. Stan Hansen had become one of the sort of one of the biggest names in Japan. And Andre, of course, was the giant. So this was one of the first big meetups. And Stan Hansen always said this was the thing that made him in Japan, was this single match when the giant sold him and put him over. Yeah, there, there are certain nights in everybody's career when you feel that that torch has finally been touched. And most of all, when you feel like you've finally figured it out. And well, you got to have the help of that second guy in the ring with you. And and when it, this is the night that Stan figured, man, I got it. And, but he had the help of one of the greatest of all time, one of the greatest attractions of all time, Andre the Giant. And man, if you never saw Stan Hansen enter a wrestling arena, especially in Japan, you missed out. <laughs> that man came out of that like a freaking crazy bull out of a chute. He knew how to scatter them. Boy, did he. He used to climb in the ring off a tag. And he would scare people. He did. He did it so it was. I, it's hard to explain. He would come in and was like, "Oh my God, he's going to kill somebody." Hey, you got that six foot nine, four hundred pound guy, wild man from Border Texas, man. He scare anybody. <laughs> yes. And constant motion. Yeah, that you know that's the thing about a big man too. And constant motion requires a lot of cardio. And yep. here's a big man that's. That's in constant motion. So the cardio for Stan, you know, had to just be phenomenal. Yeah, that was one of the things that uh, Stan, you know, obviously you can learn that cardio over time. I think, you know, you learn pace. Yeah. And once you get a certain pace, you that cardio stays with you. There's but, a great so he, boy himself, uh, Arnold Schoen. You talk about cardio, man. That, that guy, even up in his 60s and 70s, he had the best cardio anybody I've ever seen. And look at this. I mean, start off right away. Bobby Backlund always did that step test, and sometimes he'd do it until exhaustion, and, and, and Arnie walk over there and get on that step test and do it like nothing. nothing he ever really? It didn't phase him at all. Now, well, this match starts right off, man. Look at that. Not many people shot off the giant. No. But once again, it goes to Andre really trusting Stan. And Andre <laughs> Look how Stan sells it. Look how Stan sells and just keeps coming back. Yeah. 
you know, I used to always say, you know, you remember back in the day, the Japanese magazines, they, they would put picture of you in and that's how you got over. Yeah. You know, and, and in Stan's picture, he always had this crazy face. You know, he was never not working. And you watch him now, his facial expressions are just awesome. I know, John, this is the man you really pattern a lot of your, 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 your style off of. So I'm watching close and trying to see a, a lot of Layfield in this match. I see some of the selling there. Well, I, I loved watching Stan. Stan and Gordy both. I mean, they were just, oh, yeah. they were, oh my goodness. They were so good. And, and they, neither one of them was afraid to sell, John, for big guys. And that, that's, that's right. the secret, as you found out in your career, you know, you sell and it's so easy to, to let, let, let do anything else after a sell. And look at Andre. I mean, look at his facials and look at his body motion. Look at his body posture as he's doing this simple uh, arm bar. Andre headbutts his arm and sells his head. And sells. And yeah. Sells. I mean, these guys are, they're just world class. Yeah. And now, I mean, this is believable. Here, here's 400 pounds right on your shoulders there you know, and your upper body. It's hard to breathe in that position. I don't care if it is a work. You still got that weight laid on top of you. <laughs> yeah. I used to hate that in the Boston Crab. <laughs> oh, Boston Crab. That, that's oh. a brutal hold there. I hated being in that thing. You're helpless in that Boston Crab to me. Yeah. You can't breathe. Andre's face. Man, look at that. Look at Andre sells. I mean, that's off a chop. Look at this. That's trust again. And man, that's respect for each other. And a headbutt to the jaw. Andre keeps going back to the arm. And Stan selling the heck out of it. I mean, they're telling a heck of a story. And one of the things that make it's very important about this is Stan's lariat was his left arm. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So Andre's trying to take away the one weapon that Stan has. Wow, just the momentum, both of those guys hitting that turnbuckle. Do you see these guys just tippy-toe in nowadays? Oh, wouldn't break an egg. That's the worst. I, I, my my pet peeve in business is hit the damn ropes like you mean it. You know, hit oh. the turnbuckle. They ain't going nowhere, man. Andre the Giant, Big Show, and every other big man in the world hit those damn ropes. They ain't going anywhere. Every once in a while, you have one pop like you did on Bobby Lashley last night. But that's one in a million that happens, man. Yeah, and it kills the whole match when you see something like that. When somebody doesn't hit a turnbuckle hard, doesn't hit the ropes hard, just kills it. You know, they could be in the middle of this really believable uh, series right here, and then one of them hit the rope like tippy-toe, you know, and like Tinkerbell, and then all of a sudden the match, whoo, they're, they're stinking. You know, that's what sticks out in the match, to me anyway. And here's the, two of the biggest, toughest guys of all time, and they're working an arm. Yeah, working a hold. And tell me, this isn't the easiest thing in the world to work. One guy works the arm, one guy works the leg. Basics of our business. <laughs> and you can, you do, you know, we talk so much about the Japanese crowd, and you can see how into this match they are. And this, this, these crowds are ones that you really got to build to if you want them to get them off their feet. You're not going to get them off their feet no matter how hard you try. 
until you give them a story and you, you start building up that finish. Then they show their appreciation and they get up and they, they applaud. There was uh, Stan just calling a spot. A crowd like this, you can really learn to work, John. Yeah, that's right. And there's no replacing it. You, you can't learn how to work unless you're in front of a crowd like this. That's the reason I think going over to Japan when, when you're young like that and you're working in front of these crowds, you learn so much. And the guys that went over to Japan at a younger age, they learned that. And I think it really helped their speed up their progression once they got back to the States. I do too. I think all of the different places you can work, you, you get such a big arsenal of how to get over because it's different to get over in every single place you're at. Yep. Japan, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Europe, all the different territories. Yeah, to me, man, they're building this match and it's going right back and they're just showing you what it's all about. And this is so good. They start out hot because you got two big, tough, out of control guys. And now you're settling it down into a hold. And a bigger guy is taking command. And selling. It's almost like a regular baby-faced heel match, you know, regular size match. That's right. Andre's pretty much working heel here. Stan always selling toward Andre. Come right up into him, gave him that head right there. Boom. There goes the slam. Andre never been slammed. Come on, Sam. <laughs> I thought he'd never been slammed. <laughs> We've seen him slam twice. <laughs> Look at Andre Shell, man. They asked uh, Jake Roberts one time, they said, these guys are using the DDT, but they're not beating anybody. What's the difference between yours and theirs? And he says, when I hit them, they lose. <laughs> that's a big difference. You know, and that's the difference. If you have somebody that sells something, it makes sense. If you don't, none of it makes sense. You know, Andre the Giant, he's selling selling his ass off in this match. And, you know, for a big guy like that to go down and sell, he's got really got to have confidence in himself and confidence in his opponent. Yeah, and what Andre doesn't know here, I'm sure he, he figures that that's what's going on. If you look at Stan's face, he's selling like crazy. Look at Stan, like he's trying to break Andre in half. Working like crazy. And that's what makes the whole thing right here is, is Stan selling. Yeah. And Stan's the one putting the hold on. That's a great escape. And this match, I don't know what to link to, but they go some time in there. These guys aren't just laying around like that. They're, they've been up on their feet. For two big guys to be up on their feet, punching each other around, like two two ordinary guys, you know, 15 minutes back and forth there. So they're putting out the energy, what they're doing right there. Yeah, and they're working hard at it. Yeah. There's Arnie Scullin, right? Yep. I was going there and I looked like we saw the great Bill Lapter run around the corner there. I saw that bald head back there. That, uh, I always thought Arnie Scone was such a great manager. He was so understated. He would just stand there sometimes with a towel on his shoulder with the suit on it. It just looked so cool. Yeah. I think sometimes managers try to do too much. Yeah. And, and Freddie didn't need to be just, just the picture of Freddie because he's always dressed to the nines, man. And always looked, looked like a million dollars. So. 
Just his presence there was enough. Did you, you work with Arnie? No, I didn't, man. I, I never did. Not not anyway, Sean. I went as a manager or anything. I wish I would have. I don't. Arnie and I made a lot of road trips together. He told me a lot of stories. No, every story he told me, I wished I'd been in the ring with him. <laughs> what a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, just a legend. Yeah. A hell of a card player. Yeah. Those old timers like that, they were all card players, though. They sat around the dressing room and they didn't have the video games. They played cards. And there we have the double count out finish. Yeah. Stan still standing. Andre still standing. Two and guys. Beat, hands up, folks. Two guys beat the heck out of each other. And nobody's upset about not having to finish. You said sand standing, Andre standing, and the crowd standing. So <laughs> that's <know>. right. <coughs> Who's that referee there? That's a, that's a Mitsu guy. Uh, I won't say our call, but I don't think uh, that's his last name. But yeah, I, I, yeah. Pretty well known wrestler over there in the day. Hey guys, I'm going to pause this real quick. Big Joe Higuchi in the back, the famous Joe Higuchi. John, John Jerry, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I pause this real quick. I believe they restart this match. I think they had two. They had two matches back to back because there's still about six minutes on the tape, and I just looked over some things. I think Andre won the first by countout, but then Stan wins falls two by DQ. Okay. So I think that's what they're getting ready to restart. Okay. Right. Thank you. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Joe, uh, John, what are they doing here? What they're trying to do here, since we, we don't speak uh, Japanese and neither does Josh, uh, is they want to restart the match. So see the crowd going crazy? They like it. They had, I think Andre went over the first one by, by count out. And then, uh, you know, it's pretty much, you know, gray area and nobody really won. And so now they want, both of them want to restart the match and, you know, the crowd's going crazy. I know the, the senior official, the great Joe Aguchi came out and straightened it. And folks, help us. Who is the referee in there now? He, he was a famous pro wrestler back in the day, but I can't put a name to it. And that's one of the things I loved about the, the Japanese big matches is they would have, you know, some big figure come out and restart a match or something. Andre loved this spot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, this was his favorite Look at look at Stan. I mean, they they battled through 10, 12 minutes, and and they'll battle that big guy's not an easy term. And all of a sudden, the bell rings, restart, and Stan's like the match just oh. started. He he's ready to go. That is a club right Ooh. there. Woo! <laughs> it's a club. Like I said, we won't know how big Stan is, but look at the difference in size. And they're just taking turns selling for each other. You know, when you talk about they both trust each other, they obviously do. And they're not rushing anything they do. They're just taking their time. Andre just took the uh, turn pad off. Referee trying to fix it. Andre gets the, the turnbuckle on his head. Yeah. Is he going for it there? Yeah. I think he is. It looked like he was. It looked like it. 
Maybe he fooled us there, Don. Yeah, I think he fooled us. I don't know how much blood there was in in those days back over there. I don't think there was a ton. I don't remember yeah. a lot of them. A lot of those, uh, you know, Japanese groups. You know, you want to start it before you got the crazy ones. Yeah, the crazy group that, that it wasn't when the, when the blood bath started. It wasn't about blood. It was just it was about good hardcore wrestling. Now, the athletic uh, ability out there, and that's that's what set Japan apart, you know, in those days. And boy, the crowd has gotten a treat tonight. Yeah. Look at Stan's face. Yeah, beat down Texan. Nothing better, just... nothing better than looking on your TV screen and seeing a beat down Texan, I tell you. <laughs> but it's always good to see a Texan on your TV screen. Look at look how strong Andre is. <laughs> yeah. These two guys are going at it, too. Return the slam. I just respect Holy you guys so much for the, the hard work that they're doing. Yeah, they, they, they're working incredibly hard on this match. And the bumps, both of them are taking this. Is, we don't see those bumps every day from these no. two guys. I worked with Stan. I never saw them. Yeah. <laughs> I took a few for Stan like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I worked with Stan one time with Larry versus Larry match. I said, what do you want to do, Stan? Like 30 or 40 minute match. He said, how about I duck yours, hit you with mine? <laughs> okay, that'll work. That was all we went over. Yeah. Well, that was a hell of a spot there. Great spot. That shows you how tremendously athletic Andre the Giant is. And once again, he, he respects Stan and he's getting that lariat over. He took a bump outside the ring off of the lariat for Stan. Yeah. Now he's loading that, that uh, arm pad, that elbow pad. Which is kind of a uh, little throw in the face of Stan because I always said Stan loaded his ar ar elbow yeah. pad. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. So Stan knows he loaded it. He, he stooging him off, stooging his own gimmick off. Right. <laughs> there, Andre's had enough. Whoa! <laughs> the loaded elbow there, folks. Uh, I see some kabuki stuff coming there. <laughs> Here come all the young guys trying to save the day. I love the one of the young guys at the ring. I bet you, know, you, I bet like you I bet we can look at that young guy crew. I bet there's a future star in that damn group. Oh, I bet there's a bunch of them. I know. Help us name them out there, folks. If you can spot them, tell us who they are. You know, the young guys were always like the stormtroopers in Star Wars. They're the ones that just got killed by the dozens. Yeah. <laughs> They had a lot of them, too. Oh, yeah. Those kids were so great for you, though. They helped you out every damn way they could. You never yeah. you never needed nothing when those kids were around you. Look at Stan. Whoa, that's a clothesline. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, I mean, Stan and Andre are going to lay everything down they can with these kids. They, I mean, the kids are disposable. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there's nothing that, that ends up short with yeah. one of these young guys. Where's your forest over there? What a great sight, though. I mean, you have mass chaos, referees down, young boys all come in, try to stop it. And two giants standing tall. And two giants snarling and fuming. 
I know that tall kid had to end up star. That in Oki, nope. I, was, I used to work out at Animal Hamaguchi's gym at uh, Wino Station, an upstairs gym. And uh, they had a couple young guys there. One of them was Funaki. <laughs> well, look at Sam throwing these chairs. I love this when he's throwing these chairs. I mean, he, no regard for nothing. He's slamming. Nothing. If Stan starts throwing something, you got to have both Get your out of the way. Get out <laughs> of the way. It's coming. <laughs> it <ain't> coming. <laughs> <laughs> Andre don't want to be up there either. There goes Andre after him. Look at that big ass guy walking through there. <laughs> well, John, we great. just saw a classic, man. Wow. And that literally, that's what Stan Hansen has always said made him in Japan. And you can see why. Yeah. The you giant know, was so selfless and so giving. I mean, that was that was incredible. And, and, and to me, it's just great to see a match like that where two guys are just out there giving to each other, knowing that their time is going to come. You know, I got to get my shit in. Neither one of those guys worried about that at all because they knew they were. That's right. That's right. And both of them came out better, better than they went in it before. Yeah. So there you have it. The Stan Hansen, Andre the Giant finale to the Andre trilogy that we just watched with Andre with... Uh, Chuck Webner, Andre with Hulk Hogan. When Hulk Hogan was the bad guy, the showdown at Shea number three, and this incredible match of Andre Giant versus Stan Hansen, tennis court, 1981, one of the greatest matches of all time. For stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw, this is best of the best. I'm Bradshaw. That is the legendary Mr. Briscoe. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>